Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Mel Herbert here. It's, uh, you know, it's Elon Daily, part of the Talking Tesla network of shows. It's Tuesday, it's the 26th of November, and today I would like to do some letters. A lot of the letters are about the truck, but not all of them. Let's start with Brad Riddle. Brad Riddle is actually a friend of a friend of mine, and he says, following the version 10 update on my long-range dual-motor Model 3, I lost approximately 5% of its estimated range virtually overnight. I know that I was at 307 at 100% charge a month before the update, and now I top out at 292. Tesla says this is normal. Have you encountered this situation? It seems as if it's happened to others, but Tesla simply stonewalls me with driving habits. One representative did admit on the phone that these, there is a new algorithm involved that has reduced range, but the company will not go on record about it. It's a small problem overall, but it's pretty frustrating that there is no answer. Have you addressed this in this show? I'd love to know your thoughts. Well, I do have some thoughts on this. They tweak the algorithms, I think, pretty frequently about how far you're going to get. It's all an estimate, right? They also sometimes tweak, it appears, the firmware that allows you to discharge the batteries further than before or less than before and charge them further than before and less than before. So it seems in these batteries there is room to sort of be squishy. And Tesla is constantly trying to work out how squishy it can be. It is probably true that if you absolutely fully charged the, the batteries on these cars, you could get significantly more range than we get now. But Tesla sort of caps them because my understanding is as you fill these batteries more and more full, like to their theoretical limit, there's the probability of fire and stuff goes up. And in the same way, discharging down too low, although it's not as big a deal with lithium-ion batteries, if you discharge all the way to empty, then that can also damage the battery. So they are playing with a little bit of squishy room there. And so sometimes you'll see the range gone up. Mine just went up after the update and we've seen in the past that some people's range has been dropped substantially and there is also part of how you drive in there as well in that algorithm as it try and estimates how far you're going to go so i think you can continue to expect that i'm a little bit surprised because most of us got an increase in range when we got version 10 in that rear wheel sort of single motor oh no you've got a dual motor i had a single motor and i got a you know an increase in range so it's all a little bit confusing and it is a little bit behind a black box and sometimes the people at you know the tesla stores or on the phone know significantly less about it than you the tesla owner so it can be a little bit frustrating but there's some really excellent blogs on things like Reddit and other places like that where there's a lot of discussion going back and forth and you'll find that uh, this is not just you. Other people have had similar issues, but I've had that nice issue recently where my range went up. But I did have in the past where they said, oh, okay, you can now get 325 miles in your long range uh, rear wheel Model 3. And I got that and it was there for about a month or so and then it disappeared again. Just disappeared. So it is frustrating. Now, yesterday I talked about a letter I got from somebody about the reason that the windows may have broken is because they hit the door with a sledgehammer first, and that was actually Alan Honeyman who told me that. And now I can actually confirm that Elon's saying he thinks that that is the actual problem, that it's been reported in Electric and other places that he thinks what happened is when they were hitting the door with the sledgehammer, they got a crack in uh, the window down the bottom, and then when they threw the giant hard marbly thing, it exploded. So that might be something that they can uh, deal with in uh, the future. Otherwise, you know, people are going to go around smashing sledgehammers against your Tesla and then throwing hard things in your window in order to get in. So they'd probably be able to 
deal with that. But it's, you know, I've put a hashtag somebody lost their job over that. Doing live events is frightening. I have done live events for 20 years. And when you go to do something uh, like that, you know, big reveal, it's going to be great. You are just so anxious. And I, apparently what Elon said was not sort of repeatable after they threw the first metal ball and it broke. There was some F-bombs being dropped. Uh, live is scary. Let's hear from Adam Hernan. He's uh, from Australia. So he's an Aussie and he says, you know, when the Sydney Opera House first came out and was sort of revealed to the world, there was pretty much universal dislike. And I remember this. This was in the 70s. And uh, this was all the buzz in Australia growing up. Like the Sydney Opera House, they'd spent so much money on it. I can't remember the name of the architect. But people effing hated it. It also turned out that the acoustics inside were also terrible. But they hated it. But now look at it. That is one of the most iconic buildings in the world. You see a picture of that and you go, oh, Sydney Harbour. And so Terry Henneman is saying, Mel, I think the same thing is going to happen with the truck. Although I admit, when I first saw it, Bleh! but now, mm, I think there could be some genius here. I think you're right, Terry. I actually think you are correct. It is very divisive right now, but I think it could become iconic. Particularly with those specs, baby. Yeah! David Turner's got a letter here and he says this, A beautiful truck with those specs would lead to an F-ton of orders that would have taken years to fill. This ugly thing will have a demand that matches production capacity and become a collector's item when they switch to a more attractive design as the production capacity ramps. The specs hint that they are using cutting-edge battery technology. Do they really want a million reservations? Implementation of the tech is rough. Full disclosure, I ordered one just in case they adjust the design to make something more palatable. So uh, David's thesis here is that they made it ugly so that they couldn't sell too many of them, but one day they'll make it pretty and they'll sell a trillion of them. Interesting theory. I don't think you do that. I, don't, I think he just wanted to do something different iconic. He didn't want to be like everybody else, but he knew he was taking a risk. And he did say, if it's too ugly and we get no pre-orders, then we might change to a less bizarre design. But since they have 200,000 orders, even though I said yesterday, I think most of those are kind of fake because here's another one. Here's David Turner saying, same thing. I put an order in, but not for this thing, maybe for something a little less bizarre looking. But it will sell well-ish and it will be something that I think we'll get more used to. The matte black, i got to tell you, just that alone makes it better. And then if we see some third party or even Tesla things, you know, the cooktop and all that stuff, and they start in the next year or two, start showing you, you know, pictures of that stuff, I think that people will start to come around. But you're right, there's, I'm really thinking there's some brand new battery tech in there, and I'm super excited about it. The question is, does it exist right now? Or is this one of those Elons, we think we're going to be able to put a new battery tech with more density and faster charging, and we should be ready in a year and a half, two years, but you know what? He could be wrong, because guess what? He's been wrong once or twice before about these timelines. But it's exciting. And did I talk about the solar panels yesterday? Problem with doing a daily show, it's really hard to remember what you did just a day or two ago. So did I talk about the fact that Elon said, you know, that, that beautiful sort of top to the back tray that slides up and down and up and down, and there's some great uh, videos of that thing. They could throw some solar panels on that. I actually thought there were solar panels on when I first saw the truck. So they could throw some solar panels on there and give them about 15 miles a day and then do some winged thing that you could carry around and get 40 miles a day. And this is something that I just think is genius. I want to see this. 
even at 15 miles a day, that's very useful. Even at 15 miles a day, if you're out and you're parked and you're way out in the boonies, you're not going to at least lose charge. You're going to be able to, you know, that phantom drainage should be covered. You might get a net of 15 miles a day, or you might be using some of the battery, you know, to warm yourself, cool yourself, cook some meals. So, you know, it might just reduce the speed with which you reduce your battery. And at 40 miles a day, then actually could be really useful. You know, be out in the middle of nowhere, go for a day hike, two-day hike, three-day hike, come back and have a battery that has significantly more charge in it than when you left. I think this is a genius idea. And obviously, you know, you've got now a truck that can carry around that extra uh, foldable, whatever it's going to be, solar. I really do think if we can get a significant jump in efficiency in solar panels which it always seems to be just around the corner the efficiency goes up a little bit all the time you know it's above 20 percent with really good panels right now you know the ones they use in space are in the 35 percent range and more every now and then somebody comes out one of these uh, blogs and says oh the panels that they're using in prius are thin films and they get 34 percent efficiency and like what the hell are you talking about thin film is less efficient than you know the ones you put up on your roof so uh, we're not 30 for efficient for thin films but if we can get that jump if we if some magic nanotechnology which seems again to be just around the corner if we can get a significant increase in the efficiency of panels and then put them in cars that could be really really important that then you just leave your car outside and it could get something like 50 miles of range per day and wasn't too expensive that would be absolutely huge. I don't know if you've ever flown into LA and you fly over LA, there's all of these parking lots and these houses and there's cars sitting outside and there's one thing we have in LA, besides smog, is a lot of sunlight. And so your car can be sitting out there while you're at work charging up if we can get to the point where the solar panels are significantly more efficient than they are right now and, and not too expensive. So this idea of the Cybertruck having this capacity to basically generate its own fuel Super interesting. Just the exact form factor. It's big. You've got this big flat bed thing over there that has this rolling sheet over the top. If that had solar and then somehow you can attach some more wings or whatever, boom. That thing will sell like cakes that are hot and this idea that it's as ugly as hell right now will start to go away. Trust me on this. Trust me. I'm a doctor. Got another letter here. It's from Kim. Now, Kim uh, in the past you know, was a patron and thought that maybe we looked like Keith Urbane until she saw our ugly mugs, and that was upsetting to her. But she goes on to say this about the truck. My kids absolutely love it, and my 16-year-old is actually saving for one. It also seems that this truck would have obvious appeal to police departments, giving the bulletproof exterior. I absolutely agree. But then she's worried, uh, but will this also sort of become the favorite truck of terrorists, and I would hate to see that. Right now, terrorists seem to love the Toyota pickup truck, but in the future, it could be the uh, Tesla Cybertruck. Yeah, I think uh, that's always bad for branding when your truck is being used by terrorist organizations, but it's not a reason not to make it. And one thing we haven't talked about, and perhaps we should chat about it tomorrow, is this thing looks like it's really big, really heavy, with lots of batteries. That thing's going to do some damage if it hits you. Let's talk about that tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm going to talk to you tomorrow, and we're going to get Robert's thoughts. Herbert out.